What's up, world? Welcome, welcome, welcome to Building Something Major Podcast. I'm Brian Majors, and I'm here with my two brothers, Michael and Tevin. Welcome to the show. What's going on, everybody? Yes, sir. We are here not only to give you the keys to build a better you, but also to build you up financially. Yes. Go. All right, everyone. Let's go ahead and get into it. I'm going to need y'all undivided attention on this one, okay? Yes, indeed. Yes, please. So, we know it's summertime, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to go to the beach. Mm-hmm. There's parties. Trying there's to get fresh. Barbecues. Right. Your friends and family throwing events. Then you got them summer babies, birthdays, all that. Ooh, and, then y'all, the fool. and then y'all, <laughs> then y'all got your, your baddies out there going to Paris. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, going yeah. to uh, Mexico and um, what is it, Cabo. Yeah, Cabo. yeah, yeah. Trying yeah. to get their life right. <laughs> so. Yeah, so, you know, for everybody who's what we call quote unquote. The on-the-go traveler. Yeah. This is for you. Okay. This is most definitely you. Let me get something off my chest real quick because I, I just got off a tour. Man, for, those go that, ahead. For, for those that don't know what tour is, um, it's simply when me and my wife, uh, <laughs> we go on a random spree of going to five different cities within three weeks. So <laughs> That's a good travel right there. <laughs> that's a real on-the-go traveler. So, and I everybody guess, can't do that. Man, no. <laughs> Man, I, sometimes I can't do it. To be honest, like let's just talk about it. <laughs> but, but so in the beginning of that, I mean, I guess let's start from the base. The main thing that you want to do when it comes to being an undergo traveler is kind of trying to make sure you are setting out your time and setting out your schedule in the beginning. You do not want to be that person that's going, oh. I'm going to wake up today. Let me go ahead and just go drive to Atlanta because it's three, four hours away. No, uh, yeah, because no. everybody don't got it like that. At all. And, <laughs> and, and even if, if you, you do, got it like that, like, It's man, unnecessary. Yeah, like, have it's, some structure in your life. It's highly unnecessary. So, first things first, a, a good tidbit is just in the beginning of the year, try your hardest. Just try your hardest. Be like, okay, I know this is stacking season in the spring. And then summertime, I know for a fact, I'm finna go buck wild traveling. I got, I'm trying to go to Atlanta, mm-hmm. trying to go to Houston. <laughs> you know, for all you people that are in France, y'all got AGP during the summer. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> y'all, 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 y'all out here going to these cookouts. You know, for for the people that didn't go to college, sometimes y'all go to Freak Nick now. So we gonna talk about that. So so so, so for those for those that are traveling. And trying to make sure, you know what I'm saying, that you have money. The main thing that you need to do in the beginning times is to make sure you are scheduling out what month you're going to travel, what days, and also how much money you are going to have and kind of set aside a schedule for yourself so you can set aside that money throughout the year rather than that month being like, oh, I'm going to use this check or I'm going to use this credit card. Or mm. for those that's real thirsty, you know what I'm saying? Let me go ahead and give me a loan. Oh, <laughs> that's, that's, that's trouble area right Man, now. That's, that's, you, that's, that's, if you're taking loans hey, for you, trips, you are in trouble. When you <laughs> sign that dotted line. And that interest kick in. And that interest <laughs> kick in. Because, boy, cause a lot of people, they look at the money and don't read the fine print. They just be like, all right, I got some cash now. All right. You going to sign up Not, for Go ahead, Mike. I was about to say, you're going to sign up for $3,000 and they hit you with the, yeah, you got 150% interest. You'd be like, excuse me? Yeah. <laughs> and a lot of people really don't understand what that means. So yeah. let's dive into what that looks like. Because basically, what he explained to you guys is you got to get, you have to know what you're going to do in the beginning of the year. 
It's called proper planning, time management. Facts. Yeah, and time management, let's talk about that. Like, that's something that you need to look at, not only from a, a big let's go travel type thing, but also from a life point standpoint. Like, mm-hmm. you know, that's one of the biggest gray areas that people don't really understand in life is how they manage their time. That can be from your day-to-day getting up and going to work and figuring out, okay, I got this amount of time that I need to be allocated from starting to taking a shower to, okay, I got this amount of time for commute. Anybody that lives in Nashville know your commute can start from 20 minutes and jump to 45 minutes within the blink of an eye. Out of nowhere. So, <laughs> yeah, so you, you really want to be able to have that plan set in place. and can, Let's just go ahead and get okay. some points on how to not be counterproductive you know what does it take to be able to get those plans in, in place what does it look like okay so for my thing is the way i travel and this was when i was in the working force and now that i'm entrepreneur is kind of different but in the working force okay january hit rest hard but even before january december hits december i'm already thinking about next year Mm-hmm. So let me go ahead and make my plans of what my vision is and what my intentions and of what to do next year. So I'm going to create a schedule. As simple as this. We get these calendars, right? These right. calendars that come in, they all at Walmart, Target, Five Below, wherever you can go. Free also called planners. Right, planners. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Get you a planner. Go throughout your month. You already know. Okay, if you're at work already, you already know you can pay every two weeks. Some people get paid every week, but whatever it is, you know, if you're on salary, okay, I'm going to get paid $2,000 every two weeks, right? I'm going to get paid this $2,000 every two weeks. If I got a monthly income of $4,000, let's just say, for example, I got a monthly income of $4,000. My bill's $2,500 a month, like it maxed out at $2,500 a month, right? I got $1,500 to live off of. Right. Let's see what we're going to do with this. So if you're going to travel, you know for a fact, at any moment, your hotel price can be $300 for a weekend, like total, just or depending on where you're going. Right. Right. Might be one day, depending on where you with Yeah, hotel depending on where you're going. Like, if you're going to, like, New York or something, like, your, your hotel price is going to be $250 yeah. a night, and $400 a, a night, depending on where it's at. And the key to give is, you know, you want to get those hotels reservations in early exactly so if you planning on doing something during the summertime you might want to go ahead and get that locked in by february for them prices jump exactly so, so would y'all think there's like a, a time management thing like planning out at that time getting peak seasons figuring out what season hotels are higher what uh season hotels are lower do y'all think that really flows into like how you manage your time or how can people really capitalize on the time management aspect of booking your hotels personally how i feel about it is when it comes to time management, you have to realize what you're doing with your idle dollars. Facts. That taps into subscriptions, eating out, things that you do unknowingly throughout the week. Because that's where people lose all their money, right? Right. I'm about to say, going and get a Starbucks every day. Yeah. That add up. Yeah, that <laughs> add up. Because that's $7 for that venti. Yeah. <laughs> Going to cost you plenty. Plenty. Right. <laughs> a lot, a lot. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, that's another thing. So, just kind of making sure you understand, okay, I got a schedule. I already know what the year is going to look like based off of how much I'm getting paid every two weeks. And I know just by looking at Hotels.com or whatever your favorite website to use for travel to go to. You can kind of see like, okay, if I want to go to Houston for the 4th of July, it's going to cost me 
$600 for the weekend for my hotel. You know what I'm saying? So you budget out directly. Okay, $600. I know I'm going to need that for Houston in July. Okay, let's talk about travel. How am I going to get there? Am I going to drive or am I going to fly? So if I'm going to fly, you know, flight ticket, depending on where you come from, $300. You know, so you're already at nine. Remember, you only got Mm $1,500 of excess money. So you're already thinking, okay, I got $900 already. All right, cool. How am I going to save to get to that point to where my travel is already paid for at a certain amount of time? So if you like you said, if you're going in the summer, buy it in February. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, try to get it as quick as possible. And then, go ahead. I was going to say, I was thinking on, too, like, my wife is an excellent planner when it comes to going on our trips. Like, Mm -hmm. she can create a schedule, say, this is what we're going to do on these days. This is how we're going to plan it out. And it helps the trip flow smoother. Mm -hmm. Me, I'm not as strong with that. So, you know, when it comes to, I can take care of the budget standpoint, but right. from when it comes from a time standpoint, I feel like my wife has an expertise in doing that. Yeah. Like she'll set out a schedule. Of, I remember our early days of marriage, like let's say we were going to St. Louis. Mm-hmm. We know things that we want to go around and travel and do. So like let's say if we want to go to a museum, we'll figure out this is where the museum is located. This is where our hotel is located. Let's exactly. figure out how much time we can spend at the zoo, still hit the museum. And then figure out where we can go, get something to eat, and still make it back to our hotel and enjoy the trip. Whereas a lot of people, I feel like sometimes you'll go out on a trip and you really don't I have mean, an itinerary. Yeah, like you don't have an itinerary. I'm not saying that everybody needs an itinerary, but me, I like to have a little bit more structure in what I do. So having that list of saying, this is where we're going, this is how we're doing this time. Mm-hmm. I, I'm always open to flexibility because when you're going on vacation, you don't want to necessarily be dumbed down to a schedule. But I think that time management does help you enjoy your trips a lot better. Yeah, yeah. Time management is a key thing because you, you're going to have to know what you're trying to get into. Because if you are going, say for me, like for me, for me and my wife, we went on a honeymoon in Hawaii, right? So the main thing for us is we don't know where we at. We don't know what we got going on. So, like, let's just try to plan some stuff. Okay, we know this day we're going to try to go to a luau, right? And we go, okay, boom, how much does that cost? And you just add that to the budget. Okay, you know what I'm saying? One day we're going to try to go shopping. Okay, how much is how much do we need to technically have in order to have a good time shopping? Yeah. Like, and just adding that to the itinerary. So, that's a key thing, just having an itinerary if you can. And if you can't, I mean, sometimes it's, sometimes it's not in the car. Sometimes you go out on the whim and trying to just, you know, travel and just kind of have fun with your significant other or whoever you're with, your friends or whatever. And kind of just making sure that you, you know, have something to do. But at the same time, try to have a budget that lines up with how long you're going to be there. Yeah, because I think about when we all went to Atlanta that one time to go to the con, um, the to the conference, conference right. and you know, just we didn't really have like a, a definite schedule. We just knew we was gonna get out there. Yeah. The only thing we had planned was going to the conference. Everything else was, you know, pretty much at our leisure to go out and have fun. But you know, we knew in between that time that we needed to have uh, certain amount of hours allocated to getting to the conference getting to right. eat before we got there and then you know even on the day after having to get you to the airport um exactly. you know making sure we got you to the airport on time so you can get your, get on your flight in time and not have to be uh close to missing your flight mm. yeah that's yeah. that's that's something definitely that that's needed to know whenever you are traveling so yeah. Let's dive a little deeper because I really want people to have a better understanding of mm-hmm. what it means 
with time management what does right. that look like on a day-to-day -day basis and we want to talk about not eliminating bad habits but mm -hmm. building good habits so what are some good habits that you could take on a day-to-day -day basis to make sure that you are saving that dollar putting that dollar away and putting that dollar away for your travels as well I think it goes back to like what Tevin was saying earlier about getting a calendar or a planner like one of the best structuralized things that you can do is have something that you can look at put right. it down you hear people say all the time you, the goals that you write down on paper are the ones you're going to be able to accomplish the ones you can see every day right so if you're putting it down on that paper you have a itinerary not a necessary itinerary for your life but you know having a schedule for your day putting it into that planner helps build up um opportunities to keep you more structured get you developed to where you have a consistency and get you disciplined at doing things exactly yeah and i was about to say and also like having a vision board i mean Ooh. if you're having a vision board and kind of seeing directly okay i know i want this and i know i want my life to look like this so having your schedule on that on top of that can put that into your life you can manifest that into your life that's gonna catapult you right exactly it's yeah. gonna catapult you so having <clears throat> having time management the way i look at it is like mike said just a calendar like honestly there's apps that can keep you on track you get honestly what it just takes is you sit now one day okay i'm gonna spend two hours or not even two hours but like just spend some time mm -hmm. to sit down and be like okay i know i want to do this know how much this is gonna cost and i know how much this is gonna take so let me sit down plan this out and literally move the money aside as it is because i mean even when it comes to setting the money aside for traveling or setting aside for just day-to-day -day stuff right honestly automatic transfers like if you know I get paid on this day. You can literally have it automatically transferred to another account if you have another account. But like, have it set to another account and kind of just put you in a situation where okay, that money's already gone. I got to, this to live off of. Yeah. So basically, what he's telling y'all is take advantage of these apps. Facts. <laughs> these phones are here for a reason. Now, we have things that weren't accessible to the people that came before us, right? Mm -hmm. So if you have an iPhone, an Android, these phones are set up. Tech, technology is just amazing at this point Facts. you really can do things at the touch of a button so if you have time management issues you can you have a calendar there's there's no excuse at this point it really isn't and I, I just think about um i was listening to a podcast the other day where jb smooth was on there talking about how we had to print out <laughs> hey, uh, he's funny. Ma uh, <laughs> uh map quest printing out the maps to get the directions back in the day like even with like our parents' generation having read maps to get certain places, mm -hmm. like I mean, <laughs> we have Google Maps nowadays, our ways, whatever you want to use to get now. you. Yeah, we are. Right, like give you the exact time, how much traffic is it delays, accidents, yeah. all things like you that. You know so, when traffic is there, you gonna get that red line on Google for all y'all who use Google Maps. Mm -hmm. You gonna get that red line. They gonna tell you 15 minute delay, 30 minute delay. You gotta account for that. Man, and speaking mm -hmm. on the lines of accounting, man, like, let's segue over to for our traveling. Like, what does it look like to create a travel budget? Like, what does that mm. what does that look like for you all, Tevin? I know you yeah. um, you have That's a book expertise. out plug, yes. um, about you know just budgeting. So, yeah. what what's some tips you can give us about creating a travel budget? Well, creating a travel budget, like I said, always starts with planning from the beginning. So, in the beginning. <laughs> You know where you're going or you know where you want to go. 
So you need to schedule out or budget out how much everything is going to cost from meals, travel, from uh, hotels, from whatever events you're trying to get into, whatever museums you're trying to go to, whatever activities you're trying to go to. And what that honestly looks like is I have so I have apps like Bill Manager or something like that, like something that can literally you can go in, put in all your bills for the month and you know how much you make. So you can literally track it from there. And then for the traveling aspect in it, you can just add in. OK, I know I'm going to spend a couple hundred here, a couple hundred there. Let me just add this into my monthly bill manager. So yeah. with you doing that, you automatically are going to know, OK, this month in the month of July, I know I'm going to have this much extra based off of all of these bills. And within these bills is my travel budget. So you kind of create the travel budget based off of your needs and also what of activities you're trying to get into and how much travel you're going to. So in the visual aspect, mm -hmm. let's say <clears throat> let's say I got $1,000 of excess money, discretionary income, mm -hmm. which discretionary income is simply just how much income I got after all my expenses. That's your extra, guys. Exactly. That's just your extra. So if I got $1,000, right, and I know I want to go to uh, Houston or something like that, right, it's going to cost me $600 in total just to get there, right? And mm -hmm. I know if it's just me, if it's just me, I mean, I can, you know, cut a little budget on how much I want to spend for food. Yeah, something you know, like something. maybe like $20 a night right, for exactly, dinner. Exactly. Something like that. So you add that to that budget, and then whatever you have excess is for what you need for, you know, if you want to go shopping or if you want to go to a museum, if you want to go hang out with friends, whatever you want to do. Mm -hmm. But just make sure you know before you get there exactly how much you're willing to spend and how much you can possibly spend because that's the main thing. People get in places and be like, oh, I love this. I love this. I love this. And then by day two, you in the negative. Like, yeah. you, you or, you know, or you done yeah. dug into that rainy day fund. Exactly. Exactly. Man. So question with that, like just me trying to get some knowledge, like what, are there apps that could help you stay on budget while you're out there? Anything that you all have heard of that, you yeah. know, while you're traveling? Um, that it can help you with that budget, that travel budget to make you stay on track, or is I, it more so? I can I can give y'all one. Yeah. It's something that's accessible to a lot of people and it helps with money management. And we're gonna go ahead and let y'all know this is no sponsorship <laughs> at, at all. all. At Everything all. that we are telling you is food for thought. But right. if you so, want to sponsor, we are open to it. <laughs> we are open to it. <laughs> but Bridget. Mm, okay. For those who have not heard of Bridget, it's a money management app. And it will tell you what you're doing wrong mm -hmm. and what you're doing right. So your spending behavior, it'll tell you if your bank account is healthy. Right. It'll tell you if you're spending too much. It'll tell you if you're likely to overdraft. Mm -hmm. They'll let you know, hey, once you're underneath that $100, all right, you need to figure something out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because we don't want you to go into the negative because then you're going to be coming home trying to work yourself to death to try to make that money back. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. then that put a strain on a lot of things. Yeah. And then, I mean... There's there's a couple apps, but I think the main thing that I've used is Bill Manager as well as Mint and like even Rocket Money app. Like Rocket yeah. Money has a good app that kind of helps you create a budget um, based off of what you want to do. Even if you want to go to as far as you don't want to download an app and you want to use your bank, a lot of banks like such as like Chase Bank, mm -hmm. Chase Banks gives you a tool that you can create a whole budget based off of what's already in your account. 
So like if you have Chase Bank or if you have uh, I think U.S. Bank also does it um, <clears throat> to where you can go ahead and create the budget based off of what you want to do. But that bill manager meant um, which is powered by QuickBooks. Also, this is not a sponsor, but hey, if you want to sponsor us, we're a financial, we to it. We are financial to it. and lifestyle <laughs> podcast. So, hey, we'll take it. <laughs> but but um, yeah, Mint and also uh, Rocket Money, they, they do very well with like helping you create that budget and kind of getting you to where you need to be. And I mean, honestly, the way you track it, I think the best thing, and a lot of people probably don't do this now just because of the day and age we're in, but it's taking out cash. Yeah. You can't, you know, if you if you yeah. got $1,000 in cash, you know you can't get $1,020 yeah. out of that. Like, you know what I'm saying? So That debit card will get you. Exactly. That debit card definitely will get you. It's funny you say that, though, because I was thinking about, like, um, we took... Uh, FPU class, Financial Peace University, was by Dave Ramsey. Dave Ramsey, and yeah. you know that's one of the things that he said to implement like an envelope system. Mm -hmm. So you take out a certain amount of money, and you know that you can't spend more than what's, what's in, in that envelope. envelope. Yeah. yeah. So like, if you blow everything in that envelope, you don't have any money left. You're not going to the bank to get more. Yeah, sure. yeah right. you're not going to get a withdrawal, get more. Like, use that envelope, and then. It helps get you better with managing your cash. So I definitely mm -hmm. could see that for like going on a trip, utilizing cash. I don't really care for cash anymore, but uh, <laughs> no, I, I do. I'm not gonna knock it. <laughs> I do. It just depends. I put it like this: in some areas, cash will keep you safe. It will. Right. We living in day and age to where, you know, you got digital security. Mm -hmm. Your credit card, your debit card. Things can get hacked at yeah. this point in time and day and age. Yeah. So you do want to be cautious. You do mm -hmm. want to be careful. And I'm not saying that utilizing both isn't a good thing because mm -hmm. it is. Yeah. And if you use just your debit card or your credit card, they have things in place to keep you protected as yeah. well. Yeah. But my, my thing also, though, that's another thing, even though they have things for the protectors and there's no knock against uh, debit cards or credit cards. But I would say if you're going to travel somewhere, no matter where you go, try to bring both. Yeah. And the reason why is because I have been like I told you, sometimes I go on tour for no reason. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm using that going on tour. <laughs> exactly. Sometimes I go on tour for no reason. So what I like, sometimes I've been places where, OK, I'm about to swipe my card as soon as I swipe my card. Travel notification come up, card declines, and then now I got to call the bank or go on my app, down. and they yeah. lock me down. Yeah, so, like, and, like, I've been in situations where, like, when we were in Hawaii, like, I forgot to call the bank. <laughs> I used my credit card. Boom. Decline. Decline. And I'm like, okay, I know I got the money, so let me figure out. And then, you know, it didn't, took a day literally a whole day for them to like get that money for you to be able to spend exactly again. exactly so, so for all you on the go travelers keep take, both take yes. heed to that <laughs> yeah, like, especially going out of the country exactly yeah, you go out of the country you you go out mm -hmm. of these state lines yeah yeah they if it's not your home base mm -hmm. they will red flag it all yeah. right big time and you don't you don't want that to happen to you because let's take for instance the family man yeah you got yeah. kids and y'all didn't pack food Mm -hmm. You're going to need that debit card or you're going to need some cash. Right. Yeah. On hand because when the kid is hungry, mm -hmm. it ain't no, I'm sorry, y'all, my card declined. Right. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> man. Like, especially like some of these smaller towns where, mm -hmm. you know, they may have a cash only sign yeah. on there. That's right. something that a lot of people don't realize. The further south you get, yes. cash just, only may just, be a just problem. Just kind of giving y'all a heads up of where we at. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know, the further south you get, 
it's a lot of cash only spots. Great mm-hmm. places though. Yeah. You yeah, never want to. You don't want to knock them holes in the walls. They have some of the best food. Right. Right. Best mm-hmm. food, best service, best mm-hmm. atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's where that common courtesy kick in because they're gonna treat you with care. Exactly. So, but yeah, so just honestly keeping both and like I said, if you if you if you have really trouble with budgeting your money keeping cash is very key because it it builds that discipline in order for you to be like okay i know i can't spend over this amount no matter what i try to do like the only the only thing on the other side of this is going into the negative or using a credit card which you don't want to build debt so that's another thing it's just like just try your hardest to keep cash as much as possible so uh, with that, let's move into our next topic, talking about budgeting for the month. Uh, you know, a lot of us want to budget for travel trips and things of that nature. But what does it look like outside of that traveling period? You know, they say it's best to do like a monthly budget. Mm-hmm. But what does that look like for you all? I don't know. I don't know. For me, like, I'm not the best at doing the budget on a mm-hmm. consistent basis. I know how to do a budget. I know right. how to track my money well. I am an accountant. So, you know, it's easy for me to look at and say, okay, I have this much to spend. And this is how much I need to have left over to save for the month. Mm-hmm. What does a budget look like for you all? Um, for me, I mean, I think it is is limiting those those excess spending for no reason. Like, yes, so my budget is normally First off, let's just say this from the beginning. You have to know your expenses. You have to know how much you're coming in and know how much is going out. So and when they hit, when your bills exactly, hit. Exactly. That's the main key is when knowing when your bills hit as well. It, because the fact is you can have $5,000 coming in a month, but if you don't know that you're overspending and you spent 4500 yeah. you know what I'm saying, and an emergency comes... And you have to looking at your bank account like, okay, I can't afford this. Yeah. So like the main thing is is knowing your income and expenses. And once you have that down to a T, literally get a planner, a schedule, or one of these bill management apps and write down every single bill that you have and when it comes out and the day that it comes out. Turn on your notifications. So you know when you literally have, okay, I get paid this week. I know I got five bills coming out this week. Okay. I need to chill. Like I don't right. need to. I don't need to go party with my friends. I don't need to go eat out just for eat no out, reason. Eat out for no reason. Yeah, I need to like stay in the house that weekend. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. You, so, stay, like, you might need to stay home. Right. <laughs> this is not the weekend to you know go turn up for no reason. Right. So. And then and then on top of that, you you want to avoid what I call being the Friday to Monday spender. Facts. Yeah. Let me tell you something about getting paid on Friday and being broke by Monday. Exactly. That's tough. This is the world that we live in now. <laughs> People are literally getting paid Friday mm-hmm. and by Monday don't no. have a dollar. God made you a, a lender, not a borrower, right? Mm-hmm. Right. He did. So, you don't want to be that guy. And my brothers can mm-hmm. tell you, I'm that one that, hey, bro, let me get $20 to <laughs> <laughs> Let me get $20 to Friday. I'll get you back. <laughs> You don't want to be that guy. Uh, speaking from experience. Speaking right. from experience. I'm, let me right. tell you something. I'm going to be but, transparent with you. I'm going to tell you exactly what you need to do to avoid that. And we mm-hmm. talk about not the bad things. We don't want to talk about your bad habits. We want right. to talk about replacing those habits with okay. good habits. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you know you're a Friday to Monday spender, please, please make it essential to yourself to mm-hmm. not eat out. All right. That's key. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those restaurants, I have a family of six. An average meal 
And McDonald's is seven dollars at this point, seven to eight dollars, yeah, right. and that's for a Happy Meal. <laughs> Think about that with six people. Mm -hmm. Where are we sitting at? Let's do some math here. <laughs> seven yeah, I'm times gonna take, six. I'm gonna attack your head. That's forty-two right? even. Yeah, forty-two yeah, 42 even. Just on one meal. And think about that. Two days in a row. Friday, Saturday. You almost mm -hmm. said a hundred dollars just eating out, and that's one meal. That's, that's one, one meal. meal. That ain't, that ain't including breakfast, lunch, and dinner. dinner. Leftovers, right. man. So <laughs> hey, let me tell you something for all you people out there who just received PEBT. <laughs> take advantage. Go grocery yeah. shopping. All right, man. Cook. Man. Right, Manage stay. your gas mileage. Exactly. You don't have to go everywhere. All right. That's and right. If, even, even if you do, though, like plan it. Like, plan it. Okay. Yeah. Like, I know if I want to go to three different places today, I can hit it here, 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 here in a like straight line rather than going all through and then yeah. coming back and then going back up Make and going back there. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, knowing exactly. how your tank could stretch. Because yeah. a lot of people don't know, like, if you don't manage out and the good thing about a lot of these new cars is like they'll have the mileage of how much gas you have left mm -hmm. in there. Yeah. So I mean, you can utilize stuff like that to your benefit. Um, you know, another thing, like I'm old school, so when I do do my budget, I use an Excel spreadsheet. So I track my like Ted was saying, I track all my expenses, my income, I know how it comes in. First thing I always giving tithe, returning my tenth to God. Exactly. That's my, my belief. Mm -hmm. I Return to 10, he gonna bless the 90. We so, encourage you to do whatever it is that you, you believe, believe in. in. Yeah, exactly. Whatever you believe in, most definitely. And I mean, also a lot of a lot of folks don't know the process of paying yourself too. Facts. Like, granted, bills are very important, but if you don't pay yourself, you're gonna eventually fall behind somewhere. Yeah. Or it's gonna be that emergency that comes up that you didn't have any money in your account saved up for. Mm -hmm. So getting something like an emergency uh, fund, and a lot of folks say budget at least $1,000 for an emergency fund. In today's economy, with the way the expenses and stuff you are. You kinda want it to be a two. Yeah, yeah. two, shoot, maybe, maybe three. Three, maybe. yeah, like, because yeah. stuff, I mean, even from something like as simple as replacing roof tiles is expensive mm -hmm. like i know i have a plan to try to get a, a fence a fence when i first moved in my house five years ago was like three four thousand dollars now it's up to ten mm -hmm. so see I mean, inflation yeah inflation <laughs> can get you in that's something that i think a lot of folks need to once you do start budgeting and get a, a habit of doing what you do for your budget start trying to budget for inflation try to mm -hmm. figure out how your expenses work with inflation exactly and then i mean the main thing is like even though even if you don't like like mike said you use excel even if you're like even somebody that wants to write it down write it down make it plain literally yeah. write it down keep make it, it simple exactly mm -hmm. keep it simple like you know at the end of at the end of you writing down your income and your actual uh expenses you're gonna know how much money you have left over and after that you budget out what you want to do through the month like don't don't try to do too much don't, yeah you know what i'm saying don't make it hard on yourself yeah. don't feel like you have to be a financial wizard to right to budget because it's not that hard it's simple math yeah, it's simple math it's ones and twos literally right. mm -hmm. and then if you if you're that person that you know wants to you know do as much as you can throughout the month i advise you to get a side hustle yeah. Because if you if you know for a fact that you only got a thousand dollars within one month, and you want to go buy the new Louis or go and go to oh, yeah. Cabo that month, 
I'm telling you, get a side hustle and it'll make your life easier. I mean, hey, yeah, do I'm, what you got to do. <laughs> I feel like this too. Like a lot of folks, don't be afraid to ask for help. Oh, right? if, you, yeah. if you know that you struggle with budgeting, that's a big try one. Try to find mm -hmm. somebody within your community. Or I mean, there's plenty of resources. A lot of nonprofits try to help folks with budgeting. Or, or reach you. out to us. Yeah, you, yeah exactly. Yeah. We're here for y'all. Tevin Majors has a book on budgeting. <laughs> Plug exactly. in again. He is here for y'all. We're going to reiterate on that. He has a book. Exactly. Step into that. Seven ways to budget for financial success. So look, exactly. Yeah. Listen, I'm telling you, you, even in a lot of times, Mike, you can attest to this. A lot of times, if you talk to a financial advisor, just have a regular conversation with them. Yeah. It's free. One, like mm -hmm. a lot of times it's free if you just have a regular conversation. They don't really charge you unless they're doing something for you. Yeah. You can have a, just a regular conversation like, hey, how do I budget? Like, I don't know what like the the ins and outs of this. Like they can give you like just like the mindset that you need to have or what you need to do just without giving you all of like the templates and stuff like that. So that's another thing. All right. So basically, guys, we want you to be cautious of what you do. Yeah. We're not saying you can't have fun. There's our other ways to have fun. Yeah. And we, we're here to give you the keys to let you know that you can do it. It's something that you can do. It, mm -hmm. It's so obtainable. And the knowledge is free. It's right. Just like my brother said, the, the knowledge is free. All you can do is just build upon it. And apply it. Apply it to apply your it. lifestyle. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Make those healthy changes. Add yeah. those keys that we drop to you. It's all about building something major in your life. Exactly. Making those healthy changes. Mm -hmm. Also keeping in, intact that health is wealth too. Exactly. Yeah. If you ain't healthy, you can't do nothing. At all. You won't make a dollar. At all. <laughs> in bed. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So in conclusion, we appreciate y'all for tapping in with us today. Once again. Once again, building something Some major. major. Follow us on Instagram at building something major. Oh, yeah. Know. Click Tap our episodes on all platforms of podcasts, wherever you find a podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah, because we're we, we going to be placed everywhere. Exactly. All right. All right, y'all. Yep. Appreciate y'all. Until next time. Yes, sir.